0: Welcome to Watermarks Church Leadership Podcast, a conversation with church leaders for church leaders. I'm your host Adam Charno, joined as always by my co-host John McGee. John, how are we doing?
1: Hey, Happy New Year, Adam. Happy it is New Year, 2021. 20, we made it.
0: We made it. It's yeah. here, and uh, 2020 will be. I, it was boring for me. Anything for you that was memorable what that was happened?
1: 20, yeah, there was a couple of things that were. Uh, yeah, I could.
0: Uh, I could fill up some time for sure. Yes. So it's 2021. It's a new year. Uh, our listeners are leaders, they're thinking about productivity, yes. they're thinking about getting things done, there's some optimism in the air with the turn of the new year. Yes. And so we thought now would be a good time to talk about goal setting.
1: And we brought two great guests. That's right. And so uh, first is Caitlin Van Wagner, who you heard from recently, probably four episodes ago on Women in Leadership. And then we're, we went back to the vault. We went way, way back. Yes. Episode Seven. Seven. We have with us John Cox and uh, John welcome, Brothers, good to good to see you. Well, good it's
2: to be... good to be here. You know, I can't believe it's been that long ago.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's been. It's but been, I think it was 2017. Is that right?
2: Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah.
1: So uh, if you remember, um, if you were a CLP fan, uh, John talked about when to transition and yes. how to transition because he was transitioning off of staff. There was a, a business here in town that um, thought he could be helpful. John uh, John signed up for that, and he is now back. On staff, so we... Today's uh, day one. Day and one. we're recording day in the morning, so the very first one. thing he's
0: done coming back on staff is he's in studio yeah. with us, so. so...
1: you left staff, one I of my did. friends left staff, one of my friends joined staff, so it's even Steven. It always yep. works out for me. I'm still here. It, it does. He's there. <laughs> I'm not Caitlin's left. like, hey, Caitlin's John. I'm in the room. I'm loyal. Here. I'm here. Yeah, yeah.
3: Just like that noted.
1: Thank uh, you. That is good. All
0: right, yeah. so John, before we hit record, we were even just laughing about... You and I were texting about this episode probably <laughs> last fall, right? That's right. So somewhere in October, November... Tell everybody when I texted you, say, "Hey, we should do something on goals." What was your immediate reaction?
1: Absolutely not, because my <laughs> goals at that point had devolved into a staying alive, yes, uh, and then b, you know, just kind of keeping my family and this church uh, afloat. And uh, I was like, I have nothing to offer other than that, yes. And so we said no. And then kind of over the break, we said, you know what, this would be good. This would yep. be helpful, I think, yeah. for leaders who are thinking about uh, a new year, a new start, and how to think about that. Uh, well, and so that's why.
0: Absolutely, there again. does seem to be a collective. Of optimism, you know, a little bit of optimism in the culture <laughs> right now. And so hopefully other leaders are not as doom and gloom yep. as you were <laughs> back in the fall of saying, <laughs> my really goals realized. are just yeah. survival right now. So anyway, so here's what we're going to do is we're just going to let John and Caitlin tell us the way they're thinking about this. And so, I mean, I think one qualifier that's worth putting out there before we uh, just dive in deeper is uh, this is not going to be a prescription, yep. right? We're going to let two leaders describe uh, what they do, and there's going to be some things that you're going to be able to take from them. There's going to be some things where you're going to go, no way, that's not yeah. helpful to me. So, uh, but there really is no one way to do this, right?
1: That's one of the things we really wanted leaders to know is that I think a lot of times uh, we feel um, uh, like we're doing, we're doing goals wrong. Yeah, and um, you know, we signed up for a course, read a book, and they have a methodology, and we don't really fit with that. And so, uh, you're going to hear two polar opposite uh, ways to think about goals and approach them. And in fact, I was telling before we hit record, if they taught a class. On goals, uh, and the other one was a student. They would flunk each other because they're just (laughs) doing it wrong, which is great. which is really great. So I think, uh, and I don't know many people that that think about goals the same ways for you know five, ten, twenty years. They're always and uh, kind of thinking and evolving, and so that's part of the leader's I think uh, job. So that would be one. Hey, um, uh, pick out some good actionable ideas that work for you. Two. I think this is a Christian exercise. I want like yep. to talk about that for just a second because uh, this is a Christian podcast. We This is a church leaders podcast. We don't talk about theology per se, but we are thinking about orthopraxy. How do we put it into action? And for me, I, I love your perspective, guys, but uh, this is decidedly Christian because it is uh, good stewardship and God has given us bodies. He's given us families. He's given us jobs. He's given us things. That we are to take care of, and if we've been given talents, we're supposed to maximize them and not just bury them uh, in the ground. So that's how I think about that. To me, there's no disconnect from my faith and goals. But do you guys have anything to add uh, to that? Any other thoughts?
2: Well, I think I would just say, you know, it's very biblical because you'd think you know, to whom much has been given, much is expected and there's a variable sense in which god has given us gifts he's given us time he's given us resources and he expects us to use those to advance his kingdom yeah. and to give him glory
1: yeah that's right so we were talking as a family um a couple of days ago about goals and are they christian of course my my wife who's much godlier than I, uh, of course she quotes Philippians, um, three and she said, you know, Paul had a goal and he was to press on to win the prize, uh, for which God had called him. And so, you know, her take was goals are absolutely Christian as mm-hmm. long as they're the right kind of God honoring goals and they're That's not right. just self, uh, selfish. And, um, so, uh, that would be uh, something else I want to start with. And the, the third thing I would just say, I really want leaders to hear is, uh, give yourself some grace yeah. this year. And I found myself going, I'm going to set two years worth of goals because I to make up for 2020 and now it's (laughs) 2021 and I'm going to, I'm going to be really tired by the end of January. And I I don't, I don't think I'm alone, uh, in that. And maybe if you want a metaphor, think about, um, you know, in a NASCAR race, which I know you used to be a fan. uh, Thank you very much. Yes. I don't know. Are you still a fan? Uh,
0: according to my wife, no.
1: (laughs) So, but you know, in in NASCAR, um, you come out of the pits and you're not going full speed. It takes a couple laps to get back up to speed. Everyone else is, you know, zipping by going 200 miles an hour. And so normally you hit January and you're going 200 miles an hour, many of us are coming out of the pits a little bit. Mm And it's just going to take it's going to take some time for us to get back to speed. Give yourself some grace, some permission um, as you begin to kind of think about and set goals.
0: That's good. All right, so Caitlin, let's start with you. What is your approach to goal setting? How are you looking at 2021? What's some of your methodology?
3: So one of the things that I do is I do not set New Year's resolutions. I do New Year's strategies for okay. myself. which so, feels what, yeah, what's a the difference? difference? So, yeah, what's Caitlin. the difference? Feels a little different. Okay. So and when I say strategies, I mean I'm trying to identify principles to guide my decision. making making throughout the year. So okay. this started back in my previous gig before I worked at Watermark. I was a brand strategist in an ad agency. And one of the exercises we used to do for our clients is really standard. It's a standard start, stop, do more, do less. Um, as a, And then out of that would come patterns and recommendations and things like that. So I started thinking a few years back, if I do this for my clients, why wouldn't I do this for myself mm. if it's helpful? Love it. um, and so I started doing that a few years ago. It is And it is very, very simple, not rocket science at all. Um, but essentially, it's a two-part exercise. So the first part is um, I try to intentionally do this towards the beginning of the year around so it feels a little bit like a New Year's resolution, but they're really just strategies. But the first part is you sit down with a Bible, a pen, and for me, a stack of note cards. You also All right. can do it with post. So
0: let's say that again. So the Bible, pen, Bible, pen, note cards. Note cards. So you're like $4 in <laughs> right now. Yes.
3: <laughs> you just go you lost
0: are. and found at your church, get a Bible, find a pen there and just go, go to a uh, CVS and yes. buy some note cards. Yes. And I, I
3: carve out about an hour or two to do it. Okay. And so, and I do, I just start to stream of consciousness, write things, one thing per note card that I would stop, start do more of and do less of. Okay. And there is anything that comes to mind, I typically like like to pray at the start of it, "Hey God, bring to mind the yep. things you would have for me this year." Um and so they can, and there is nothing too big, too small or too random. So f- some examples from my note cards from this year because I did this 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 exercise over the weekend. So start engaging more seriously with my monthly budget. Stop avoiding giving hard feedback to those I manage. Do less watching mindless television to relax. Do more consistent thank you note writing. Yes, thank you note writing. There's nothing too random here. Um, and you can
0: use the extra note cards. You can.
3: <laughs> wow, <laughs> you can. And
0: that's saving you money on the budget. Truly,
3: stop avoiding complicated home projects. I'm a new homeowner, um, and do more submitting my thought life to God. And so, I, I, truly, nothing too random, and it can cover all aspects of life from work and leadership to personal to spiritual to relational. Right, and um, I get it all out there. Again, just kind of, it kind of feels brain, like a little bit of down. a verbal vomit right? You get it all out there. Um, And I do most of this in one sitting, but then I like to also uh, keep those cards handy for the next few days. And as I'm, as I'm doing my quiet time or whatever, things will come to me and I add to them and I end up this year, I ended up with like 55, 56 cards. Wow. Yeah. So that's part one, really easy. Um, And then part two is I just carve out another chunk of time takes takes about an hour and I start to sort the cards and find themes among all of the cards that kind of they, that start to naturally pattern, start to emerge of, man, this feels like that's come up a lot. And yep. there's a central idea here. What's the idea? And so I start to sort them and I end up with what I call new year's strategies instead of new year's resolutions. So let me give you an example, because hopefully it. it'll bring it all Hold together. It. So for my 2021 exercise, these were a group of cards that I bucketed together. So I had a lot of things, like I said earlier, I'm a new homeowner. Um, and I, so I had a lot of things coming out about my house. So I wanted Stop avoid stop avoiding complicated home projects. My irrigation something's up. I don't. Yeah, I barely understand what irrigation is. I need mm. to lean into it. You know. What yeah. I mean? um, it feels
0: very eighteen hundred style irrigation. There's issue. something wrong.
3: People keep telling me to you irrigation. Trench, and I'm like, I have to. Yes. Pull up Google. What is irrigation? <laughs> um, I do more regular deep cleaning Start making progress on my landscaping. Do more hosting and hospitality. And there were a couple other cards around my home. And so I started to look at these and go, okay, what's the central idea? What's the principle I can pull from this? That I think is is something that I want to guide my decision making. And so for me, the strategy I came up with is I want to steward my home more diligently for the glory of God. And so that is the strategy I came up with out of those cards um, for 2021.
1: That is awesome. Love it. There we go. So yeah. How uh, I've never heard anyone uh, do that. So that's fascinating. And uh, I think that will be helpful to people who are listening. How, how, what do you do from there then Caitlin? So now you want to steward your home mm-hmm. and now it's February. Does it, do you pull that card back out and look at it? What, what do you do?
3: Well, it's important to do some things to make it stick. Cause I think the first time I did this, I didn't actually take the next step, which is this. So what, how do you put it into action? So yeah. what I've started to do is for each one of them, start with really simple tactics that can get the ball rolling. And then I also pair it with scripture. So for example, let me give you an example. So, uh, um, Um, For the tactics for that one about stewarding my home, I put a monthly home project planning time on my calendar. So every once a month, I'm just going to it's time carved out to engage more diligently with my home and how I'm stewarding my home. And then I also started the process of scheduling out bids with some contractors around that irrigation thing as soon as I just <laughs> figure out what that it is. is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Send help. If you have, oh, if you have a con, if you're a know. contractor out there. Um, you're going to get a then, lot of email.
1: A lot yeah. of email.
3: Actually, don't, yeah, don't email me about that. Um, and then I also paired a scripture with that one. So that yeah. one for me was First Peter 4.10 as each has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's very right. grace, which is what we talked about earlier. And so those are some simple tactics I put into place, but then that's all on, on me and I can control that. I also wanted some accountability. And so uh, one of the things I'm going to do this this Friday, and my community group meets this Friday, is share all of my cards with my community group. Mm-hmm. And then I will, John, to your point, keep them in my Bible throughout the year and revisit them, pray through them um, throughout the year, and then go pull those out. And then I'm going to ask my community group specifically to ask me to check in. It's going to be one of the questions they're going to ask me from time to time to check in on how I'm doing against this.
0: Here's what I really like. I like the exercise of just writing down whatever comes to mind without judging mm-hmm. your thoughts yet and just getting them out there, because I think, especially as followers of Jesus, sometimes when it comes to writing goals, we can over-spiritualize the process and just go, my goal should be or I should want this to happen. And I like that you're not judging the cards yet. You know, it's just, no. let's just get it out there. One what of them I was want? thank you note
3: writing, Yeah, you know, yeah. and now maybe <laughs> there were, I did have my mom's voice in my head going, this needs to be part of you. But again, you don't, you can't, you can't, you can't judge, you can't judge. You just got to get it all out there. And there's, there. it's all, it's so random. Yeah. Um. And so, yeah, I think, I think not judging yourself and just letting yourself kind of externally process. I'm an internal processor and this is one of the ways I, I've pushed myself to externally pro- is just, is just start to get it all out there and not judge it at all.
0: Okay. So then yep. uh so then upcoming this week you'll be sharing this and trying mm-hmm. to get some accountability with others and then uh long term for the whole year like if uh if somebody in your community group walked into your home or into your office now, a coworker, are they going to see these cards up somewhere or are you putting this in a document and saving it and reading it once a month? How, how I have you the, all
3: of the scripture, for example, on my, I have a notes on my phone that has all of the goals, the tactics and the scriptures specifically, because okay. the scriptures are really one that once it, it helps to stir my heart for that, those things. So I have a, I made a note on my phone with all of this. Um, so I can go back through and when I'm thinking or when I'm convicted in one of those areas or when I'm, I'm thinking about it. It, I can go and refer to it there specifically the scripture that helps to have that really handy, right. um, but then I'll have the cards specifically in my Bible in the back of actually probably in the back of like my pocket journal. Okay, um, okay. so that's what it'll be.
0: I like yeah. that. All right, so John, what, what about you? And yours well, is going to be a little bit different, but yeah. there's probably some themes that are similar.
2: I think there are, and you know what's interesting is this, so I've been setting goals for a long time, which means I'm old. Yes. And um, you know it used to be. Do you know I, how to fix irrigation? Are you John, that old? Are you available? <laughs> I am not your guy. Let me tell you, I can, I, I can put up. Lights. I can do a couple other things. Okay, but Irrigation is outside now. of my expertise. Lighting project. Um, but you know, my thing is, I used to sit down and create all kinds of plans and goals, and I would have you know, fifteen goals, and underneath those six, you know, bullet points for each of them, and I would get to the end of the year, and what I would realize is, you know, the large majority of it was undone, mm. and so I would have great intentions on the front end, but somewhere along the way, I would get lost. And, um, you know, I could measure some progress, but not the progress that I'd wanted to make. And so my system has just kind of evolved, you know, what works, what doesn't work. And, and so now there's kind of three guiding principles. You know, guiding principle number one is keep it simple. Hmm. And so a few key goals. The more goals I have, the less gets done. Yep.
0: Okay, say that again. I yeah, think the that's more profound. goals
2: I have, the less gets done. That's good. And so I'm just trying to find, you know, what are a half dozen things I want to do The biggest things that would make the biggest difference in each area of my life. So, one, keep it simple. Two, shorten the time frame. So, um, I I don't have year-long goals. I have 90-day goals or 30-day goals. Love it. And what that does is it creates a sense of immediacy and urgency. You can't just neglect it. You know, I found that when I had annual goals, I would neglect them until October. And then all of a sudden, I'm in this mad sprint <laughs> like, trying to make progress. You uh, the Yes. Yeah. And, you know, it's a, lot, it's a lot of the ways I studied in college, you know, just neglect everything until the <laughs> yes, night before. that's right. And so, um, you know, I've tried to get away from that. And so now with 90-day or 30-day, again, and that forces me to fewer goals because you can do fewer things in that time span. And then the final one is, is just focus on building habits. And so rather than, you know, trying to come up with end result goals, it's what am I going to do every day that if I'm consistent at will lead to the positive result that I want? That's good. And so those are kind of the three keystone uh, you know, habits that I go into with this whole process. Then what, what I'll do is I'll start, you know, with the eternal perspective. So my thing is, this, look, God, I'll go wherever you want me to go. I'll do whatever you want me to do. Just be clear. And so, um, you know, that takes, you know, weeks for me to just kind of sort through. And so it really starts kind of around Thanksgiving, where I will start <clears> with a list. And then about every week ago or so, I'll pick it back up and I'll just say, okay, you know, how do I feel about it this week? What goes off the list? What comes on the list? But um, the way I think about it is kind of there's seven key areas in my life right now spiritual, um, I'm a husband, I'm a father. Uh, my personal, you know, just taking care of, uh, you know, my mental and things like that, uh, work, physical, and financial, and so uh, I look at those seven areas, and I and I ask myself, what is the one thing I can do in each of these areas? That will have the biggest impact. That's okay. good. Yeah. You know, and, um, and that's how I, I start to come up with, with my list. Of and words. now, do
0: you ever repeat? So if, was there something maybe that you did in 2020 that helped you uh, as a father that you're going, yeah. I'm going to do
2: that again this year, or are you looking for something new? Does, no, no, no. It, it can absolutely be something that I've done again. Let, okay. Let me give an example. Um, my spiritual goal for this year is to go back to scripture memory. Okay. And so I want to do two verses a week. You know, so by the end of the year, I'll have a hundred verses. Yep. And um, that is the single biggest thing that has helped me grow spiritually. Hmm. It's caused me to think about what God's, uh, you know, what his uh, truth says. It's caused me to, you know, it, apply it in different ways as it comes up throughout my day. And, and I do it topically, right? So if I want to know what does God have to say about resources, what does he have to say about anger, What does he have to say about, um, you know, being generous? Um, And so uh, it's those kinds of things, because that's how uh, scripture comes up in everyday life, right? You're in these conversations and your first question should always be, what does God have to say about that? And this helps me um, with that. So I find that when I'm learning scripture, when I'm memorizing it, my spiritual life is growing. Mm. And I'm getting closer to God. And conversely, a lot of times when I fall off of that wagon, which has happened a lot, um, (laughs) then I'm just treading water. Yep. Or sometimes even regressing. So yep. that's the one habit um, that has been a focus, you know, f- a couple of the last years, but not last year. So okay, I, I'm bringing it back on this year. Okay,
0: and um, you know, and then you do have an idea of something new that you were sharing with us on your on, uh, like physical health. I would think with sugar,
2: yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. So this year, year. Uh, you know, my goal physically is is to just stop eating desserts. Yeah, and so um, you know, and our podcast listeners can't see
0: John Cox, right? <laughs> and let's just say he needs to stop eating desserts. Is that it'd, fair? It would be
1: the opposite. No, that's yeah. exactly the opposite, yes. but I love that one of anyway. Us, yes. One of us at this table. One of one of the males at this table. <laughs> Thank you. you can see you <laughs> can see you. their ass. That was almost a bear trap. Not the one talking. <laughs> yeah.
2: You know, so. Yeah, but you know what, what I've realized there is is that um, you know, desserts just aren't helping me become the person I want to become. There you go. And um, you know, it's kind of short term I enjoy it, but long term it's not taking me in a direction that I want to go. Yeah. And so what I've learned is, is, you know, the wrong way to approach it is to say, hey, I'm not going to have desserts unless I really want one. Because, you know, yeah. I'm struggling every time a dessert That's is in front of me. Every day that ends in Y, right? But if I yeah. say, hey, I'm deciding in advance that this is off the table, it makes it much easier downstream. Yep. And, um, and so Which
0: reminds me design. of one of your phrases that you said years ago, and, and it's worth saying here, about yes. 99% versus 100%. So yes. share that right there, because I think yeah, that, Well, that's, it's, that's it's
2: something that I stole from a book I read called The Success Principles, but it, essentially the guy said, hey, uh, 100, 100% is a breeze, 99% is a bear, yeah. And it's a bear because. And uh, you used a different word, but whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, that's yeah. Yeah, that a it. That different. Uh, and I'll, I'll uh, attribute that to the author at the time. Yeah, use that word. Um, but you know, it, it wasn't a Christian book, right? Right. But what I would say about that was, is that all truth is God's truth, right? And that was a truth principle. That I was able to take out of it that I think is very...
0: Yeah, and I I like that. And again, it works well with this example with dessert, because what you're saying is if 99%, when is going... You're overwhelmed by when is the 1% where I'm going to allow myself to do something. And that becomes exhausting, right? Right. And so what you're saying is, hey, I'm just going to make the decision. I'm 100% out on this for this year. And so now it's just going to be a breeze. I don't have to wonder, is this the 1%? You yeah.
2: Know, and I think it's it so be, but what I would say is, is look, saying no to yourself in one area of life is a really good thing. Yes. And, um, and discipline carries. So if you're disciplined in one area of your life, it is easier to be disciplined in other areas of your life. Yeah, so that's, absolutely. that's the real advantage. So, you know, one year I gave up TV um, one year. It was as simple as no French fries, you know, um, or <laughs> chips. Um, and what I've really realized is it is a lot easier to give something up than to do something every day. And uh-huh. so if you're thinking about that, it's easier for me at least to stop doing things, you know, to not do it than it is to say I'm intentionally going to do something every single day. That's um, a
0: really helpful distinction. Yeah. I think a lot of leaders are going to like that. That yeah, cuz a lot of times with goals we're thinking let's add activities. Yeah. And sometimes a good way to think about it is mm-hmm. let's subtract Can you yeah. things I'm doing. That's Absolutely. really good. Yeah. Okay, so you go through this uh, in November, you're thinking about these seven areas, trying to keep it simple, shorten the time period, you're just thinking 30 to 90 day, which which that's what you said, uh, again, before we hit record with the sugar, somebody said, I think, John, you were like, so that's all year? And you're like, well, I'm just gonna try it for ninety days and then we'll we'll reassess. And so you're keeping things short and looking at habits to develop. So are you writing this down in a journal? Are you using note cards like Caitlin? Are you using technology? How are you tracking all of this? Yeah.
2: So, you know, I've started to just journal. I've got a bullet journal. Um, you know, I use the clear habit journal. Um, yep. and in the back of that, it has got a habit tracker. And so it gives you room to track fifteen habits on a daily basis. Okay. And so um every every morning when I get up, I look at the previous day and go, Okay, how did I do in these 15 areas? Yeah. Mm. You know, and it's either a check or a dot. And a dot means it did not get done. And what'll happen is is I will get to the end of the month and I'll look back and count up the number of checks and the number of dots. And you know, sometimes I'll have like four checks, you know, in a thing and I'm like, "Okay, that was a miserable failure of a month." Yeah. And you know, I need to ask myself, "Am I serious about this?" Because if I'm not serious about it, I just need to acknowledge that and take just that off the get list. Get it off the list, right? Yeah. And um, and if I am serious about it, I've got to double down and go. Okay, that's just got to change. Yeah, I and love
3: that you give yourself permission to take it off the list too. If you're yeah. like, if it's if it's not serving you, it sounds like that you you go, Ugh, I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna not take that with me that that goal with me into the next month.
0: Yeah. Right. yeah, right. Yeah, and John, to your point in the beginning, this is where you need to be gracious with yourself. Yes. sometimes, and yes. and just even going through this exercise and trying to do something new, trying to set goals. As, as weird as this may sound, you're ahead of the game. Yeah. I mean, there are so many leaders that are still just going to just wish yep. that 2021 right. was different and they're not going to try to be intentional about anything. So even just trying and
2: failing is better than just wishing. Yeah, that's, right. Yeah. that's yeah. right. I'll tell you a couple of things it teaches me too. Like if I'm not doing something, sometimes it's, Hey, you're just not committed to that. Mm. Like if you don't have a driving why inside of you that why you need to do this, Um, you know, it won't happen. And if it doesn't happen, that's okay. Right. Um, You know, you just got to focus on the things that you do have a driving why for. Yeah. I think the other thing that the mistake I've made along the way is when I mess up, right, there is a tendency to want to give up. Right. You say to yourself, well, I've already blown it. You know, I might as well just go all out now and just completely blow it. And I think one of the keys to doing well at pursuing goals is picking yourself back up after you've fallen off the wagon absolutely, and say, it is okay. You know, all I have is today. What can I do today to get back on the wagon? That's really good.
1: One of the things that listeners don't have the benefit of is just knowing John the way yeah. we do. And so John is, I mean, he is the textbook example of what happens when, you know, you're thoughtful about your life and you set goals and you put your head down in the same direction over a long period of time. And John's kind of got this legendary status around here. It's like, how do, how do you become a John Cox? Well, Every year, every day, every month, you set a goal. You have some intentionality, and you just get after it, and you stay the course, and you measure it, and you um, you don't just kind of um, let life unfold uh, as it uh, as it does. You're kind of intentional and in driving it, and you end up being. You know John Cox. That's how that happened. Yeah. And a lot of people want to be John Cox. A lot of people think they could they could be John Cox in that moment. They just didn't want to do the things that it took to get to be uh, John Cox. And it was discipline and it was goals. And so um, you, know, you can meet John. Uh, he's a real person at CLC. He's legendary. <laughs> but you, can, you can grab a uh, grab a cup of coffee with him and ask him how he um, got to be the way he is. But he is. That's who I go to when I have goals questions. Uh, I'm thinking about this. I'm stuck. How would you think about that? John has always been the guy that I've gone to. And uh, and you still you've always tracked. Now I was thinking about you, your new habit journal. As long as I've known you, John, you've had some little system where you're, you know, I remember a, a paper notebook that you carried uh, with you and you would, uh, what are you doing? He was like, I'm making, I'm checking off the things that I did, my my habits um, today. And that was, I mean, that was years ago and yeah. uh, which has produced uh, a life of discipline and uh, it's really, really fun to see. So uh, I think part of the, part of the exercises or part of the learning is to, to understand this is like, this is not a 90 day a sprint, it's a marathon that co- I think uh, habits and goals compound yep. over life. Yep. And uh, just like you put money in the bank and you put a little bit uh, every every you know, month, 20 years later, you're like, oh, my gosh, that's a lot of money. It didn't seem like it at the time. And I think that's the same thing with goals. And, uh, um, and, and John, I think your life has really uh, embodied that. So-
2: well, and let me say this, right, is I certainly don't view myself that way. Right. I think it is so often to look at yourself and see all of the areas where you are falling short. Mm, Right. And so for me, uh, you know, one of the classic things is someone will say that and I'm like, oh, you're talking to the wrong guy. I mean, you just have the wrong person. Um, But I, I think that the secret to that is, is if you just stay at it. Right. If you just keep working at it and going, okay, I blew it today. I'll do better tomorrow. And so each day is a new day. And, um, you know, this is the only day God's given us. So if we focus on today, then at the end of the day, it can be a win.
1: Yeah. So, I love it. That's love
0: really it. good. All right, John, how about you? How are you thinking about 2021 with goals?
1: Yeah, I'm actually really excited, um, about, uh, this year. So, uh, what, what I did, uh, I've got what, nine categories. And so what I did was I, I tried to imagine, um, you know, if, it, if they were personal goals, the person I was in it, December 31st, 2021 or, you know, at, at work and the organization, what, what it had accomplished and just kind of yeah. almost to try to live there. Right. And so, uh, like my first one is around health and I wrote out, you know, kind of, uh, some sentences and, um, I'll, I'll be vulnerable. I'll, I'll share it uh, with you. So, um, and this, this is it. I'll, I'll add to this, but uh, I'm full of energy and love the way I feel and look. I sleep at least seven hours a night and I wake up refreshed and energized and don't need an afternoon cup of coffee. That'll be big. Uh, I weigh less than I'll put it out there, two fifteen. Uh, but I maintain my muscle and um, my muscle tone, and have gotten even stronger and more flexible this year. I do the hard work of tracking my macros, and so then, um, as I kind of have this envisioned future, that's who, I, that's what I want to say about myself, uh, December thirty first. Then my keystone habit, the one thing that uh, that I'm going to do. There's some other things, um, so like some just. Answering things, you know, i take take uh, all my supplements, but, uh, the keystone habit, the one thing, if I do this, that's going to happen, uh, is my son and I are doing a 12 week, I uh, think CrossFit type, um, uh, workout at, at home. And so, if I do that, that absolutely has a pretty good shot of yep. being true. And so, the same thing then for my marriage. I mean, here's a, here's an, I, I shared this with my wife. I said, here's what, here's what I want us to be. And she goes, I love that. And, uh, and then here's the one, you know, here's the things that we're going to do. And so, um, I did that for kind of each area, mm. an envisioned future, and then the Keystone habit, some ancillary things that I still will probably do. But if I could just, pull one lever that has an inordinate um, kind of effect on um, making sure that happens. That's, that's the way and you said about. there were seven areas. What were the seven? Um, so health, marriage, spiritual kids, financial brands, work, and, and then just kind of personal desires, projects, things yeah. like that. Okay,
0: yeah. so very similar list to what John had. You have friends on yours. John Cox doesn't have friends <laughs> on his. Just I want to note that for uh, for the audience. Well, I've got five kids. Dogs, too, yeah, yeah, and, so and a bunch of dogs too. A bunch of dogs. You've yeah. got
1: plenty of friends at home. you say?
3: Uh, how did you come up with the categories? That's what I immediately thought when you had your categories of like, how did, we, how did you originally come up with Great those question. nine or seven categories?
1: Those just, I, I don't know. Uh, those okay. have always kind of been the ones that I feel like I've, uh, if I think about like gauges on a, you know, dashboard of my car, those always seem to be the ones that the needles that I need to, uh, to watch, I would think. So um, a couple of things that, that I'm thinking about this year. One is, um, I mean, outside of this very public way, I just did this, I'm not sharing my goals with anybody. That will not help me uh, either. Uh, will not not cheer me on or help me achieve them. That's good. So anybody that's going to create drag, I'm not sharing it with them, right? So this isn't one of What's my. Let's name
0: goals. names. Who would create drag? <laughs> <laughs> but so let's say
1: let's say I wanted to uh, I, let's say I wanted to uh, write a book. Yep. Okay. Uh, there would be people go like, you know what? I mean, book sales are going down. Uh, have you ever tried to write a book? I mean, it's a it's the quickest way to you know take years off your life. And I had a friend who wrote a book; it just about killed him, and he sold three copies. You know, uh, I'm not telling that guy. Yeah. And uh, and I want people that will cheer me on and that uh, will help me. And I'll share that you know with with someone if I want to write a book. And they go, you know what? I, uh, I've got a friend who has written a, has written three books I think you would really enjoy yeah. getting me I want to connect you yeah. uh, I'm going to cheer for you. How, how, can I, how can I pray for you those are the kind of people that I want to share um, my goals with that would be uh, one thing um, second is I want to help other people achieve uh, their goals and uh, that that has become more fun to me now as the older I get um, than just knocking stuff off my list and you know getting the the metaphorical trophies and so I want to help other people and including like my kids and so uh, last night we were talking about some spiritual goals and I was like what? What is the dollar figure or the thing that would propel you to keep that up all year? And so we're negotiating that uh, wow. right now. And so, um, and and I'm, I'm okay if it's big, and, but I want to help them. I don't want to just make sure that spiritually I'm in a good spot at the end of the year. I want to make sure that they uh, they are. So that would be uh, something else that I'm thinking about. Um, and then I, I think I want to I want people to know that like m- human beings by and large are happiest when they're moving towards uh, a goal. Hmm. And uh, and I think organ I don't know the. Re- and so I know the research around that definitively. I would assume the same thing is true for organizations. And so your mm-hmm. teams or your church or your business, I assume when people go like, that's true north, we're chasing that. Uh, that's what we hope to be at the end of the year or the end of 90 days, 180. Um, I think people are happier and they have more energy. And so it's not a bad thing just to lead yourself to set goals. Not a bad thing as a leader to set goals uh, for your organization.
0: I like that. And John, I do appreciate the vulnerability of you talking about that one aspect with the, with the physical, you know, some of what you want, what you hope you'll be able to say about yourself at the end of the year. And where I think that's going to be really helpful to the listeners is the specificity in there and the vulnerability because again back to Caitlin and what you do and what I like about your process, you're saying what you really think and feel there. That this is I kind of want to look this way in the morning. Uh this is uh this is how I want to be able to move, which might sound trivial. You know, if you're in a group at a dinner party, it's like oh, you'd never say that. You know, it's like oh, I'm content and uh, everything's fine. You know, it's just all, everything in moderation. Yeah. And uh, but in the but inside, you really you you really want to see some things change. Yeah. And I like that specificity there. Yeah. Um, really, and I think it's helpful to just get it out on the table rather than try to stuff it and pretend like it's not there. Yeah.
1: I, it's it's I'm more excited about this list than I have been in years for some reason, and I think it's that. Yeah. So like, rather than go out on a date night with my wife, you know, once a week or once a month, like I've got an envisioned future for Pam and I like, I'm, Fired up about it, yep. you know, and uh, and all these things. It's the same thing, you know. Um, so I, I think there's something about specificity, and you know, to, to John's point, like hey, you're always learning, you're always growing. This is my shot. We we might do at the end of the year. It might be fun to come back and go, how do we do? What do we learn? You know, those kind of things. What you know, uh, uh, what do we not do well? at? Does Caitlin Why?
0: have a farm in her backyard now because it's so well irrigated? Cool.
1: She got a plate.
3: We'll just, um,
0: We'll eat cucumbers hurry. and zucchini <laughs> from her garden.
1: It'll we'll be do awesome. We'll do the, that We'll do that episode, yeah, yeah live on, that'll on site. That'll be so good, at, uh, yeah. Cooking show. Uh, yeah, there.
0: I, I mean, I would just go back, and uh, this is going to be self-serving. I'd reference one of our old episodes yeah. that we did called The uh, The Key to Focusing on the Right Thing where we talked about, I'm a Randy Marshall disciple with all of this, and it was life transforming for me a couple of years ago when I heard him talk about the difference between goals and desires, and that's the number one mistake leaders make when, they, when it comes to goal setting is they confuse what is a goal and what is a desire, and the goal is something that only you alone can control, and a desire is going to involve somebody else to be able to achieve that result. So it's a lot of what you guys are saying here. It's what's, what's the keystone habit? What's the one thing I can do? What's the thing I can track that is only up to me? And that exercise and then the vulnerability that, and just getting it all out on the table, Caitlin, that you do with your, with your cards, that was such a transforming exercise for me to go, what do I desire right now? What do I want? And I'm not going to judge it right? I'm just going to write it. It does me no good to pretend that I don't have thoughts, feelings, and wants and desires right now. Let's just get them out on the table. Then I can try to go, is that a healthy desire or is that that not a healthy desire, right? And not not over-spiritualize the desires that are there. Get them out on the table. And then the ones that are healthy and are going to be productive for the family and productive for the world and productive for my own life, then those are good desires. Now let's try to figure out what 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 can I do? What's the Keystone habit? What is the one thing I can control yeah. on this? And then trying to make them. Uh, we were talking about uh, this will be on a conversation about goals. This is the first time we're bringing up the acronym SMART because that's usually what it, all the it's blogs are filled there. with right now. It's you know, it, yeah. specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and uh, and time bound. Yeah. Uh, those are all helpful yep. as well when I'm defining what is a goal, something that only I can control right now. So different things that I've got in my business with um, trying to grow the brand, it, silly things like the number of people on my email subscription list. Great. Right, that a great that one. matters, and I'm trying. It's a Not measurable silly. thing that I'm trying to go. Okay, so what can I can I can't force people to click subscribe. So what can I do? And um, you know, I can ask people to subscribe. I can put out good content. I can ask people to share. So, just trying to think of little things, absolutely, um, like that with writing. You know, and and things that I want to do of just trying to get up every morning and write a couple of sentences. So the don't the the whole Jerry Seinfeld don't break the chain uh-huh. type thing of, <clears throat> excuse me, trying to do that. Uh, so those are those are some of the ways that okay. I think about it. Just trying to first separate the goals and, and the desires and then I like doing the 30 60 90 yep. day trying not to do them for the whole year
1: totally I get I get bored uh, that was part of the reason why some of my goals are, are um, shorter Is because I just get bored and I, I'm not excited about them as I am something a new it's essentially the same thing but I just put a new twist on it and suddenly it's new and novel and I'm excited about it yeah and uh, and I've learned that that 365 day goals you probably there's probably some you need to have but if I have too many of them I it just it, I just get bogged down yeah I don't I don't like it. So,
0: and so yeah. we had a neighbor reach out to us and our family yesterday. This is last night. And they, uh, one of the ways that they talk about this as a family is they pick the word of the year, or the yeah. phrase of the year, yeah. which is very common. And, and I've definitely done that in my past. And they invited the neighbors in on it and said, we will have canvases in, in our garage and everybody, we're inviting you over, everybody pick a word, I love that. paint it out, then we're all going to go around and talk about it. And, uh, and I thought, what a great idea of something to do with your family. That was easy, and they've got young kids just like we've got young kids, and led to some great conversations. Uh, around the dinner table last night with my kids, trying to get them to develop some of these habits. And I was really surprised at my youngest. I said, what word do you think you want? And he had a word right away uh, Interesting. and was like, Hey, I, you and mom have been talking to me about this. And so that's my word. That's what I want to work on. And Jackie and I are kind of looking at each other going, he may be listening. This is amazing, you know? And, um, and so it'd be fun to report back on that. I thought that was a good way that, uh, John, to your point of keeping it simple, of uh, And something fun for kids, too, yeah. of just trying to engage in what's one thing that you want to do and paint it out and then fill up your house with a bunch of bad art. Well, I
2: think that's a skill that kids learn, right? Yeah. I mean, they learn by watching their parents and um, then also actively engaging with them, yeah. you know, helping them set goals. One of the things that we've done kind of similar to what Caitlin is for each of the kids, we sat down yesterday and said, what do you want to keep doing? What do you want to start doing and what do you want to stop doing? Just so similar to Caitlin's exercise. Yeah, yeah. it's exactly yeah. like what Caitlin did. Yeah. And then we'll revisit those in about three months. And, you know, most of us will have forgotten everything we put on the paper, yeah. but it's good to refresh and, and think about it again.
0: So John and Caitlin, what are some final thoughts to leaders that are out there thinking about this? One last bit of wisdom that you would share with them.
3: Mine is just engage. There I think the key of it is just leaning in and choosing to engage with yourself, with um, your leadership and simply start and start simply, but just, it's all about choosing to engage, even if you do it poorly, yeah. even if you fail. And That's so just, just choose to engage each day with it.
0: I like that.
2: Yeah. And I think I would say put the hard work in on the front end to choose the right goals. There you because go. Because what you don't want to do is write down a bunch of things that sound nice, but that won't move the needle in your life and that you're not committed to.
1: There you go. That's good. Yeah, I, I love it. I just I just encourage leaders to realize this is not a dress rehearsal. Like the, uh, you've only got so many laps around the sun and then it's over, you know? Yep. And you uh, we wanna make sure that we steward this really, really brief moment. It's brief when you think about all of eternity. Mm. Just steward it well. And let's be the kind of leaders that can show up and be helpful and useful uh, to others and to God, to our families, to our friends. Uh, let's do the right things at our churches, at our businesses. And that's gonna take us being intentional and kind of carving out a little bit of time, a little bit of energy, um, and set an intentional path that I think, uh, will be really fun. No, the Absolutely. other thing I just want leaders to know it, it'll be fun uh, to do so it will be hard. Um, but it will, I think you'll have a lot more joy, uh, chasing some of that uh, stuff down. And then like Caitlin said, Hey, just, just try. Yeah. And I think that's the only way you lose is by doing nothing. Mm. Um, and just whatever is the right next step for you, take it and learn from it, tweak it share it, get feedback, but do something uh, to steward uh, your life and uh, your leadership uh, this year.
0: There it is. Caitlin, John, great having you guys in studio today. Thanks for being with us. All right. If you guys have any questions or comments on today's episode or topics that you would like for us to consider for future episodes, please feel free to send us an email at clp@watermark.org. at watermark.org. If you liked what you heard today, please rate and review the show. That helps people find us. Thank you so much for listening and we'll talk to you again next time.